So I owe you all an apology because I've clearly been so gone from when I did episode one for summer episodes for Not Your Average Cheerleader, but I promise I'm back and I have info for you. Welcome to Not Your Average Cheerleader NFL podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Gibbs, and here we cover the NFL players, the game, the contracts, man, we even cover the injuries. So I need you to sit back, relax. If you're all about the NFL, you're in the right place. I'm about to throw some commentary your way. So you know what? Go ahead and grab your coffee, grab your tea, grab your food, because we're about to get this party started. You know, I I was like, oh, I'm going to do summer episodes of Not Your Shirley because there was so much like drama that was going on for a lot of the football players. And... I was like, let me record. So then when I record the first episode, thank you all for downloading it, listening to it. You're still keeping me at really great numbers um, out there in the world, wherever you are. And then I celebrate my birthday on Sunday. I'm not going to say how old I am, but I did turn a year older and I'm, I'm excited about that. And then I got a little bit under the weather. And so I was like, F it, I'm going to record today because I was in the bathroom jamming out to Tevin Campbell. And I was like, if I can dance and jam out, then I go sit my tail down and go record this episode of the notes I took two days ago. See, I was preparing for all of you. I took notes because there's stuff to talk about. So welcome back to another episode of Not Your Average Cheerleader Summer Edition. And of course, as you know, I have info for you because these players just keep doing, well, random things. Um, and I follow them all. Well, not all of them, because I that's just a lot. But I follow certain ones. And as you already know, normally, um, I usually have an episode brought to you by the coffee that's in my cup. Anybody who follows me on social media, especially Instagram, you know I love iced coffee. I'm probably posting a video of iced coffee almost every day. I got a new, like, ex- espresso. Did I say that right? Espresso machine for my birthday. Shout out to my sister for hooking me up. Um, and I got Starbucks gift cards for my birthday. Shout out to my family for the Starbucks gift cards um, because I love coffee, y'all. But tonight, because um, I'm recording this at night, but you'll be listening to it in the morning, um, I'm drinking kombucha. And it's my favorite when you're trying to, like, you know, settle your stomach, get your probiotics back up. Um, it's great for um, balancing your digestive system. There you go. I'm not sponsored, so don't think that I am. It's just something I enjoy drinking. Now. You're here to talk about football, or at least listen to me talk about football. So that's what we're going to do. Starting with, so if I ask you a million dollar question, right? Um, and I pose this on my Instagram stories. Um, go follow NYAC20. Again, on Instagram, go follow NYAC20. Um, I'm usually posting stuff in the stories more so than I am on the actual page. So don't get shocked if you only see like seven posts there. I'm always in the stories because I'm always sharing something. Mind you, did y'all see real quick before I get to the million dollar question? Did y'all see the video of Tom Brady um, talking about this is on his social media. Go check it out. It's on like his TikTok and Instagram and the ESPN reposted it. He was like, I guess in New York, he was somewhere in a city. And was like, I'm going to do a day, like, get ready with me, like, morning style. Of course, he, like, you know, advertised his brand, um, his new clothing line and stuff like that. And by clothing line, I mean, like, his fitness line. And he was like, this is kind of boring because he was like, make a smoothie or whatever. And then he just said, hey, I'm going to do something I haven't done in a while. I'm going to go ride a bicycle. And I was like, if I was outside, just, you know, decided that was going to be the day I was going to walk to work or go for a jog or just go for a power walk or just be walking, period, and I just see Tom Brady with a bicycle just ride by with a little bell on it because it had like a little bell thing, you know, like ching ching, like that. Yo, I 
don't know how I would react to that. I'd be like, yo, was that just TB12 riding by on a bicycle with a little basket in front? I can't make this up. Y'all go look at that video because I'm telling you right now, I'm not making this up because he was on a bicycle with a bell. And yeah, so go check out that crazy video. Um, Then he said, hey, what should I record myself doing next? I was like, you should record yourself in that nice kitchen cooking. But I digress. He's probably not going to respond to that. If anybody knows Tom Brady, send him the link for this episode because clearly I spent the first like five minutes talking about him. Um, and that would be dope. Now, on to the million-dollar question that I do have um, for everybody because I asked this to myself because, you know, I follow everything. And it said, who's the best wide receiver of the NFC East? Again, who's the best wide receiver of the NFC East? The first option Number one, C.D. Lamb. Number two, A.J. Brown. Number three, Terry McLaurin. I pray I said his name right. Number four, Devonte or Devonta Smith. Now y'all know. First of all, I don't see none of the wide receivers I you know personally support up here, but I would have to give it to C.D. Lamb. I think I know my sister would be shouting right now. Um, I would have to give it to C.D. Lamb. I just feel like. If I only look at last season, let me be clear. If I only look at last season, I'm not pulling up any crazy stats, at least not yet. If I only look at last season, I feel like for the Dallas Cowboys, CeeDee Lamb was that security blanket for, wow, what is the quarterback's name? I can picture his face, y'all, but right now, the Dallas Cowboys quarterback, I don't know why. Um, I'm not going to call him Patrick Mahomes like homeboy, (laughs) the little boy did. That was so funny. Um... No, but you know what I'm talking about. Wow, it's going to come to me later on in this episode. I'm like, it's such and such. Um, you know what? We have a phone. Let's just, let's just look it up. Let's just look it all up. Yeah, because I'm like, I'm, I'm tripping. Oh, wow. My bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. See, I can't do anything. Y'all are like, she should totally be in front of a camera. I know. I should. Cowboys quarterback. Here we go. It is... Dak Prescott, why did that slip my mind? So I feel as though, sorry, I took a minute of your time to look that all up and play Rent. That was not my music, by the way. Um, A random song just started playing. I apologize. But I digress. But I give it to C.D. Lamb, um, mainly because I feel like that was Dak Prescott's a little bit of his security blanket. Um, I feel like there was a period, too, where C.D. Lamb was becoming a target a little more than Amari Cooper. And even though Amari Cooper was like, if you watched, um, if you watched the um, Hard Knocks when I watched um, that season, I talked about it on one of my episodes and one of my seasons. Go double back, check it out. I talked a lot about what they were doing in their episodes and how they were training. And you saw Amari Cooper come back from injury. He was looking at CD Lamb like, I'm about to show you how it's done. But CD Lamb just made unique catches that I just felt like he shouldn't have been able to make. There's only a few wide receivers out there that can do that even a few tight ends if I want to toss that out there so I feel like if I had to look at everyone in this category I would pick CeeDee Lamb first um because that was Dak Prescott's security blanket I don't know what the Dallas Cowboys are going to do now because Amari Cooper's gone but you know what I mean by that so again I would love to hear from you who do you think is the best wide receiver in the NFC East I'm not even going to give you the options you could just pick who you want send it in go to www.notyouraveragecheerleader.com or visit NYAC20, DM me. I'll probably talk about it on the next episode. Now moving on, because I wasted a minute of your time trying to look up the quarterback's name. But I, I but y'all, I promise I could see Dak's face, but I could not think of his name. You ever had a brain fart? That's what that was. 
probably because I, I had a joke. I'm not going to say it here. I was, I was, it was going to be mean, but I would have really disappointed Cowboy fans out there. I was going to say he's not that important, but there you have it. So let's move on because I really want to talk a little bit about what the Buccaneers are doing. There's been a lot of training camp videos that you've seen. Like Tom Brady's just not joking. Yeah, he was on a bicycle, but he's also out there. Sorry, I got to get, I got to get the comment out before I start laughing. Yeah, you see him on a bicycle riding down a street, but he's also been training as well because there's rumors like, and I think I'm going to get to it in a second, but there's a lot of rumors that this might be his last season because as you know, Tom Brady just signed one of the biggest contracts with Fox Sports as the senior lead. I, I put senior in front of it because I just, I don't know, but he's a lead sports analyst. It's like over $340 million, like get over a 10 year contract. Like go look it up. It's public record now. It's out there. And I'm just wondering if this is Tom Brady's last year because why sign such a huge contract with Fox Sports? And he probably gave them an estimated start date. But Tom Brady basically said, y'all are not getting rid of me. Not only am I going to win and still always have one. This is probably his way of monitoring football in a deeper way and still having a voice about it. Because he gets to sit there and say, yeah, he's great. He's not as good as me because I would have I would have made that throw. Like, I'm just waiting for him to say something savage on national television so I can be like, ah, mother freaking Tom Brady. <laughs> You couldn't let us have it, could you? Nope. This man said, you're going to see my face one way or another. And if it's not playing the game, it's going to be talking about it. And that's exactly what he did. And they're going to pay him more money as an analyst than what he made as a quarterback. I'll be, listen, y'all make that make sense. How you get paid more talking about the sport than you did playing a sport and you won the most championships. I still don't, y'all know how I feel on this podcast about players getting played an obscene amount of money and haven't won a goddamn championship yet. You haven't even been to the playoffs, my guy. And you're getting paid more than the GOAT. I still don't get it. But maybe this is Tom Brady's way of, you know, getting back at them, saying, you know, look, I may not have gotten paid as much as you while I played, but look how much I'm getting paid afterwards in my retirement. Ugh, in your face. So yeah, I look for him on Fox Sports, not this season, but probably next season. This season, you'll see him with the Buccaneers. They're down there training. Chris Godwin should be coming back. But let's talk a little bit about Mike Evans. Listen, they're saying, why is Mike Evans not in the top conversation as a top five wide receiver? Why is Mike, Mike Evans not number one in his division as a wide receiver? This guy can make the most crazy catches in the backfield part of the, the end zone. I mean, and then he's always giving away a ball that's super important. He makes the catch and gives the ball away. Like, but Mike Evans, I think, is completely underrated. I think he's super talented, and there's a reason why I bust my tail to draft him in fantasy football. But you got to look at this. Listen, I looked up some stats for y'all because y'all know how I feel about numbers. In 2021, he made 1,030. He ran for 1,035 yards, 14 touchdowns. Now go back in 2020, he did 1,006 yards and 13 touchdowns. These are both with Tom Brady as your quarterback, as his quarterback. Now between 2014 and 2019, he averaged over 1,000 yards per season. His lowest number of touchdowns in a season was three. His highest was 12. So you've seen some of his best numbers, in my opinion, from when he got a better quarterback who threw him the ball. But there's a reason why even before that, this guy was a pro, is a Pro Bowl wide receiver. Why is Mike Evans not in the conversation to be top five? I want to know. Inquiring minds want to know. He has the quarterback throwing him the ball. I think he's going to break out. I think Chris Godwin's going to come back. But that torn ACL, 
which broke my heart. We're not going to talk about that. I'm just trying not to cry. <sighs> okay. Sorry. I digress. When Chris Godwin comes back, I think they're going to lean on Mike Evans. I think this is going to be Mike Evans' season to shine. I really do. He took a backseat because, remember, Antonio Brown. We had so many other, you know, um, wide receivers and players like, you know, Gronk is, was there and all this other stuff. But I really think this is going to be Mike Evans' season, like breakout season. And I think Chris Godwin is now going to be the second income, like second go-to um, as he gets more his rhythm back from the torn ACL. Again, that's a terrible injury to get. It's a life-altering injury because even with surgery, even when you get some of your speed and agility back, it's so easy to wonder if you have, like, you'll question that movement every time you make it. So I really hope he's with the best trainers in the world because I've seen some great players bounce back from a torn ACL and go on to make great things happen. So um, good luck to um, Chris Godwin, but I'm 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 looking at Mike Evans. If you're going to draft someone for your fantasy football team, suggest you get Mike Evans in the first few rounds. Because I'm telling you right now, that guy's going to be a breakout star, and I can see Tom Brady leaning on him because that guy can catch ridiculously and come down with the ball. He's like Chris Godwin. He can just catch. But Chris Godwin is great in the slot and also on the um on the sides as well. Breakout downfield. Um, you got Scotty Miller coming back. I really think that the Bucks are up to something. But you know what I also think? Let's look at some new signings that happened over the last um, couple days, couple weeks, if you will. Sony Michelle signed with the Miami Dolphins. Now, mind you, who else signed with the Miami Dolphins? Tyreek Hill, the cheetah. Hold on, pause, before I go on about the Miami Dolphins. Did y'all see how DK Metcalf claimed he was faster than Tyreek Hill? Did you see that story? It was in an interview. Go check it out. Um, just go literally Google search. Um, <laughs> DK Metcalf faster than Tyreek Hill. I guarantee that interview will come right up first, if not like in the top three. And he said that he was faster. Tyreek Hill responded, put like 50K on it. This I'm paraphrasing, but it was, I'm really, really close. As you know, I am in school. I can read. Um, he said, put 50K on it. Whoever wins, the money goes to like your, your, um, your charity of your choice or whatever it was. So they were going to donate the money on the bet. And he said that DK Metcalf didn't respond. Now, <laughs> listen, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I feel like I would put money down on DK Metcalf, but you're asking, you're literally asking me to bet against the cheetah. I have you seen Tyreek Hill? I've seen Tyreek Hill. There's a reason why when Patrick Mahomes wasn't throwing Travis Kelsey the ball, he was throwing the ball to Tyreek Hill. I'm going to leave that right there. I'm gonna let y'all who you think is faster. You know what? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go to the listeners. Let's go to the listeners on this podcast. Who do you think is faster, Tyreek Hill or DK Metcalf? I want to hear from you. All right. So that's just my little side note, but let's get back to what I think the Miami Dolphins are doing. I think that they're trying to be like the Buccaneers. I think that they're trying to build the Avengers. Remember, I said that in 2020, I was like, listen, I don't know what Tom Brady's doing down there, but I really feel like he's assembling the Avengers. I feel like the Miami Dolphins are doing that. But the fact that they're sticking with Tua to be the leader of all of that is what's blowing my mind. I would not trust Tua. I wouldn't trust Tua to throw that ball accurately to all these great weapons. I mean, you got 
You got Sonny Michelle like up in the backfield. You got Tyree Kills, your wide receiver. And I think they drafted another great wide receiver too. So you got a multitude of weapons. Basically, they are assembling a winning team and your quarterback is about to be the weakest link. Listen, this is going to be a savage comment. I don't care. I think Tua is to the Miami Dolphins what Jimmy Garoppolo is to the 49ers. He will have great moments. Moments. But the consistency won't be there and or he'll probably get injured, which I hope doesn't happen to any player. But unfortunately, that's the name of the game when you're getting pounded like that by 200 pound, you know, defenders or more. So I just don't trust his accuracy, just like I don't trust Jimmy Garoppolo's accuracy. Is he a, you know, good looking guy? Yes, but that's not the question here. The question is, can he consistently accurately throw the ball? No. So that I listen if whoever Miami Dolphins fans out there I know you're like oh this is our season I need you to calm down I need you to take a step back I need you to sit down I need you to be like hmm this works this works this works wait hold up our quarterback so guarantee what y'all are about to go through is what we go through with the 49ers we have weapons all around but to be fair we're not really winning that well or at least consistently because of our quarterback. If you gave us a Tom Brady, if you even gave us a Patrick Mahomes, if you even maybe gave us a, um, what's his name? You know what? I'll even say if maybe you even gave us a Russell Wilson, I would think we could win more games on a consistent basis than we are right now. But that's just, that's just me. That's my assessment. Um, I'm going to keep an eye out for the Miami Dolphins. I'm going to start looking at them training videos. I need to start following these people on Instagram so I can start seeing what they're doing. Cause Again, listen up. Jarvis Landry just got drafted, switched over, traded to the Saints. Who's the Saints quarterback? Don't know his name. (laughs) That's not on purpose. I just don't. I don't know his name. I'm pretty good. No, I'm not going to lie to y'all on here. I'm not good with names, hence why I have notes and write stuff down. Because I'm not that good with names. I have nicknames for people. I don't have a nickname for the Saints quarterback. That says a lot. After Drew Brees left, were we really still even paying attention to the Saints? I was like, yo, what happened to Alvin Kamara? After all, you know, the legal woes that happened in Las Vegas, he training. I said, that's great. Okay, I can see a lot of them plays about to be centered around Alvin Kamara. Because I don't know if we trust homeboy down there. Sorry, I can't get my words right. (laughs) Whoever his name is, um, to be able to throw the ball. I think Jarvis Landry you know, is going where he's being, he's getting his offers. I think the Browns really seem like they're cleaning house. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I'm, this movement is odd to me. Um, but I think we're all going to be paying attention to the Browns because they, they drafted Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson is honestly a pretty good quarterback. I'm only talking about him in a football sense. I don't know or even care to reference right now what he's done off the field in his own personal time. However, He hasn't played for a year. So we're waiting to see what Deshaun Watson can do. We're waiting to see what he looks like. So far from a lot of the videos I have seen with the Browns preparing, he looks in good spirits. He looks like he's excited to be part of the team. That's all fine and well. Let's put a ball in his hand. Let's see what he can do. So um, like y'all, I'm going to be watching for those games too. I know Baker Mayfield going to be watching. (laughs) He's going to be paying close attention. He'll be like, y'all traded me for this? Now, if they go on and win, though, they're going to be like, yeah, we traded you for this. Um, Anyway, um, yeah, because right now, I, I think they're going to, I don't know if they're going to let Baker Mayfield fall into free agency or not, Um, because no one's going to take him what I think, what does he have left? Almost what? 
eight or like 15. I know it's a big gap, but somewhere, I don't know if it's eight or if it's 15 million still on his contract. No team's going to pay for that, especially after his gruesome soldier, a uh, soldier shoulder injury that he had, um, and even played while he was injured and then had to get surgery on it later. So we don't know what Baker Mayfield's fate completely looks like yet. It'll be interesting to see what's going on. There was a lot of speculation around him going to the Carolina Panthers, but apparently that deal fell through. Um, there was a lot of speculation around the Seahawks maybe grabbing him, but Pete Carroll is probably like, nah, I'm good. Like I, we don't know. <laughs> we don't know where Baker Mayfield is going to go, but I warned everyone about this like two years ago. So that's all I have to say about that. So let's finish up with week one schedule. So as you know, last Thursday, the schedule for the NFL season 2022 has posted. I was like on my phone. I was like, refresh, refresh, refresh. And that's what I did. So now I have week one schedule and I'm just only pointing out right now, primetime games where these games I think will be primetime because one of these, you're going to be like, Ashley, that's not a primetime game. I'm like, mind your business. So week one schedule, Bills versus the Rams. If you're not watching that game, I don't know what you're doing with your life. Browns versus the Panthers. I'm again, Deshaun Watson. I'm going to be paying very close attention to what's going on there. Everyone's going to be looking at the Rams to see if they can do a repeat Everyone's going to be looking at the Bills to see if they can finally, finally get to a Super Bowl. And I'm going to have a surprise for you um, on episode three, which is the next episode I'm going to be recording. I'm going to bring in a diehard Bills fan. Um, His name is Andrew. He's one of my close friends. And when I say diehard Bills, I mean, I mean the most like I've never met a Bills fan until I met him. And when I say he goes hard. He goes hard and he goes home. He's so excited. He knows stats. He loves football as much as I do. I'm excited to bring him on. Let's talk a little bit more about what the Bills are going to do possibly this season. And his perspective as a fan, he's been to all those games. He's from um, Buffalo. I just want to also take a moment to say that our prayers and our hearts are with the victims of the Buffalo um, shooting that happened um, just recently. Again, we need to just fight against racism, stand up against racism, and come together and fight everything more with love. I pray for those families. I can't imagine what you're going through, but not your average cheerleader's heart is with you. Um, Buffalo, New York. So I just wanted to pause and say that he is coming on. Um, We're going to talk a little bit more about that, but that's going to be a great game. Chiefs versus the Cardinals. What's going on with Kyler Murray? I, no, really. What's going on with Kyler? Did he did he sign still? Did they fix his contract? No, they never fixed his contract. So he still doesn't have any extra money. They didn't sign him to like a like a franchise deal or nothing. Huh. Interesting. So Chiefs versus the Cardinals. Um, Bucks versus the Cowboys. That should be fun. Raiders versus the Chargers. Listen, I'm gonna say this for all the Raiders fans. You have no excuse now. Derek Carr has no excuse. You have Devontae Adams. You have one of the top wide receivers literally in the game. Like literally just up and left Aaron Rodgers for y'all. Like you have a multitude of great weapons. I think the Raiders did a great job of drafting this season. He has no excuse now. I promise if they don't get further than what they did last season, Everyone's going to question you. And then he just signed an extension talking about if they don't sign me to the Raiders on an extension, then I'm going to be playing golf because I don't want to play nowhere else. Hey, even now I'm not going to make that comment, but we're going to see. I'm paying attention, but they face the Chargers. So can't wait to see what that looks like. And the Broncos versus the Seahawks. That should be one of the most interesting games of all. 
Russell Wilson facing his old team. He plays for the Broncos now. It'll be interesting to see how well he does. Different jersey, different vibe, different team, different weapons. Um, So, again, I am so excited for this uh, 2022 season. Um, So, stick with Not Your Average Cheerleader. My goal is to keep talking football. I promise y'all it'll be way more consistent. Again, traveling, I wasn't feeling well. Um, But I am back. I am here. And I'm going to give you everything I can find, everything I can dig up, everything that we could talk about NFL. Because you know we're going to see some of these contracts and crazy moves and preparations and interviews. And I'm going to be here to talk about it. Um, And we're going to even have some guests. Why not? Because I can't be the only one talking about football. I love you all. I appreciate you all sticking with me, downloading putting me up in the top with other great podcasters um, in sports podcasting. Thank you so much. Love you all. Go visit www.notyouraverschillier.com for more information. Again, hearts and prayers are out to the victims that were um, that of the shooting that happened in Buffalo, New York. Um, again, praying for you and with you um, to your families. Much love. Again, love you all. Bye.